Masechet Nedarim Daf Samich Tet, a rather short daf today uh, with a series of questions by Rava. Uh, here is one of them in the printed edition. It says Rava here. The second one it says Raba. The third one says Raba. And the fourth one that we're going to see today says Raba, and then another one we're going to see tomorrow also says Raba. So in the printed edition, it starts with Raba, and the rest are Raba. However, in manuscripts, uh, there's a lot of other differences. My guess is that they all intend to be Rava of the fourth generation of Amoraim, and not Raba, the third generation. But whoever it is, it's probably all the same person, but simply a, a variant spellings. Because even Rava, Rava, you could spell Raba, and the other way around. Um, and so they do uh, generally refer to two different sages, um, but the spellings um, are not consistent, and that's why you get something like this. All right, so whoever it is, either the third generation Rabba or the fourth generation Rava asking, the question is as follows. Yes, she'ela behakem or en she'ela behakem. When a woman makes a vow um, and she's married, or a girl, and her father can um, annul the vow. So in these cases, the father, uh, let's say the father, and she's 12, has a number of choices, three choices. One, he can annul the vow. Say, this vow is annulled. He does it on the same day. There's no more vow. The other choice is he can keep quiet and do nothing. And once the day passes, then it, the vow will be in effect. Or the third thing he could do is ratify the vow. That's Hakim. Hakim, he says, he hears the vow, says, that's a good vow. Yes, I want my daughter to keep that vow. In that case, now he bound himself to not nullify it. And so, uh, therefore, if he first, if, uh, if he says, this vow is Hakim, is ratified, and then afterwards he wants to nullify it, he can't just say, oh no, I changed my mind, I nullify it, because he already ratified it. That would be like on the next day trying to nullify it. That's it. It's already it's already bound. So now Rava's question is: Can the father go and try to undo his ratification? So, for example, the daughter made a vow: I'm not gonna stay up late past 10 p.m. The father said, "Oh, that's a good vow. You can go to sleep early." But then, and so he said uh, he ratified it. But then he realized that, oh, now, but I, I need her on Saturday nights to stay up late so she can babysit. And so he wants to go to the Chacham and say, I want to undo my ratification. After all, a ratification is kind of like a vow in itself, right? I'm uh, authorizing that vow. I'm putting my stamp of approval. So that's kind of creating the vow. And so you might think that just like you can undo a vow, you can also do the ratification. And then once it's undone, he can then nullify the vow. Or no, do we say, there's no such thing. You can annul a vow, but you can't annul a ratification. Once he says, I like the vow, then it's enforced and cannot be changed. That's question number one. And if we say that, yes, one can undo, a, annul a ratification, Fine. Then what about can a father annul his annulment, and uh, or not? Uh, so, for example, the, the you know the the daughter says, "I'm not going to stay up past 10 p.m." And the father thinks, "Oh no, that's a bad one. I need you to you know I need you to babysit sometimes. I annul the vow." 
But then he realizes, you know what? It really would be good for her to be on a regular schedule. More, that's more important than the, than the babysitting. I didn't realize that when I annulled the, the vow. I want to undo my nullification. I'll go to the Chacham and say that which I said with, that it's annulled, that itself should be annulled. And instead, I want to let the vow be uh, go, go forward. Okay, the reason why the second uh, question is within the first question is that it makes more sense to say one can annul a ratification because that's a positive statement creating a vow so then you could think well just like you can annul a vow you can annul a ratification but to annul an annulment is a lot harder to conceptualize because once you annul the vow there is no more vow it's zero and so the annulment is just a, a lack of something it's harder to undo a lack of something than to undo a positive thing all right, that is Rava's question, and we actually have an answer. Rabbi Yochanan, who actually lives earlier than Rava. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan is a second-generation Amora in Eretz Yisrael. So it's not likely that Rabbi Yochanan was answering Rava's question, but Rabbi Yochanan happened to address the same issue. And he said, yes, you can annul a ratification, but you cannot annul an annulment. Um, and that makes uh, that makes a lot of sense, as we just explained. Ba'e Rava, kayam lichi, kayam lichi, v'nishal halakama rishona mahu. The second of Rava's questions is, if the daughter makes a vow, and then the father says, that is ratified to you, it is ratified to you. He said it twice. So do we consider that like two separate ratifications? Or is it once it's ratified, then you can't re-ratify it, right? It doesn't mean, doesn't, uh, it's not adding anything. And so the, the application would be, let's say he does go and nullifies the ratification. We just said that you can nullify that ratification. So if he nullifies the first ratification, what then what do we say? Does is the second one still there or the second one or since they're all one, the second one is not there either. Uh, to give an analogy, um, is it like uh, two locks on a door, right? Uh, some doors have two locks. I lock one, I lock the second one. So these are two separate things. Even if I unlock the first one, still the second one will be locked and uh, will not one not be able to open the door. Or is it like shutting the door, right? If I shut the door once, then pushing it closed again is not going to do anything more. It's just checking to make sure. And so in that case, if I open the door, right, I'm closing it twice, pushing it closed twice is not going to add anything to it. So that would be a similar question here. Um, if I say ratified, ratified, uh, that is that two ratifications, like a double lock? And in that case, if I go and annul the first ratification, doesn't help because it's still ratified by the second lock. Or um, is it once it's ratified, that's it, ratified, that's the status. And adding, uh, saying it again does not add anything, in which case, if I nullify the first, then the whole thing is nullified. Oh, we have an answer to this too. Um, if he ratifies the first, then the second one does still apply. So that's the answer. Yes, it's like two separate locks by saying ratified, ratified. Third question. So Rava asks, if someone, if the father said, 
it is uh, ratified for you, it is nullified for you. He says two opposite things back to back. First he says it's ratified, and then he said it's nullified. Now if he only says that, it would be ratified, because once you ratify it, you can't nullify it, right? So if he stopped there, that would be a simple case. It's more complicated because he keeps going. And he says, uh, But, all he's saying all this within one statement, the um, ratification should not apply unless the nullification applies. So this is a kind of a paradox. Because now as you're reading this, you want to say, Oh, ratified. Okay, I guess we should ratify it. Hold on, we're kind of holding that in abeyance. But he also said nullified and... He doesn't, well, he says, it will only be ratified on condition that it's nullified. Well, that in that case, even though the order is ratify, then nullify, and that by itself would make it get ratified, but because he said, no, by the ratification should not kick in unless and until the nullification kicks in. Well, that sounds like it will be nullified first and then ratified, but if you nullify first, then you can't ratify anymore. Okay, so this is a good question. What do, what do we do with this paradox here? A circular statement. We actually can figure out an answer from the following Mishnah in Masechet Temura. That's going to record a machloket. The machloket between the Bimeir and the Biyoseh, this is a lengthy answer, we're going to show applies to the case of Temura, but actually they would agree in our case. Um, that it is in fact tafara. I'll just skip to the answer so it will be clearer. They will agree that it is nullified because he said that the null it should be ratified, but only if it's nullified. Um, so then the nullification occurs first, and that's it. It's nullified, and then the ratification afterwards has nothing to apply to. That's the answer. Let's see how we prove it. The guy has uh, an animal. The law of Timura is, if I have one animal that is consecrated to be, let's say, an Ola, and then I, I want to switch it for another animal, and I say, this will be instead, animal B will be instead of animal A, the law is that's prohibited to do, and not only that, both of them will be sacred animals. Same thing with a Shalamim. So now what he has here, he has uh, an Ola, he has a Shalamim. He takes a third animal, C, and he says, this animal C is going to be a Temura, a substitute for an Ola and for a Shalamim. Now, this is kind of impossible because how could it be a substitute for both an Ola and a Shalamim? It can only be one or the other. So what do we do with it? He says, you follow the first one. He said, so that's what it becomes a Temura of Ola, and that's it, you have to treat it like an Ola sacrifice. And the Shalamim, he said afterwards, so forget about that. That's his opinion. So according to this, um, it's not an analogy yet. Hold on. says, if this was his intention to begin with, that he wanted to say both, and since you can't say two things at once, therefore his words, both of them, are effective. In other words, if he meant at first to say, it'll be Tumat Ola, and then, while after he said that, no, I changed my mind, I want it to be Tumurat Shalamim, in that case, Rabbi Yosef would agree that what he said first is the one that applies, and that's, you can't undo it, you can't undo a Timura. In that case, you're right, it'll be uh, just an Ola. But if from the beginning he said, I want to make this a Timura for both, it's just that it's impossible for us to say, uh, 
therefore, we even though he says it sequentially, since he had in mind that it should both they should both apply. In fact, both apply. Now, how do you do that? How do you apply both? Well, you can't sacrifice it as an olah and as a shalamim. What you do instead is you would sell it. And the value of it, you would use um, half of the value for to buy an Ola and half of the value to buy another Shalamim, which you can do with a Temura animal. Um, if you, you wait till it gets a mum and then you and then you get rid of it that way. Okay, so the Bio says, says both apply. Um, now, Vafilu de Bimeir, Lo Kama de Lo Amar Lo Techul Zo Ela Imken Hala Zo, Avalahada Mar Lo Tahel Hakama Ela Imken Hala Hafara, the Bimeir Name Mode de Hafara Hala. But even the Bimeir, here's where we see now a difference between our case, where he made, he didn't only say, um, this is uh, ratified, this is uh, nullified, he also said, and the the ratification should only occur if the nullification happened. So he added this phrase. And so now with bringing it back here, uh, we explain. Even according to the Bimeir, the Bimeir only said his law, that we follow Temura Ola, right? We follow the first phrase. That's only if he didn't add a paradoxical condition that said that the first should only apply if the second. Yeah, then you apply only the first. But... If you did say this paradoxical condition, you say A and then B, and then you said, but A should not apply unless B applies. In that case, even the B Meir would agree that the second one does have, uh, um, is effective. And because the second one is effective, and the second one is to nullify it, therefore the nullification takes effect. Because the nullification takes effect, the ratification has no power anymore. And it simply goes away, and so that would be the final law, um, as, as uh, in this case. So we have actually an answer, um, even though the Bimeir did not talk about this case um, from the clarification of this Mishnah, um, that what the Bimeir would say, and if you said this paradoxical uh, phrase, we can learn an answer. All right, and now last challenge. Kayam umufarlihi bebatahat. Mahu. So we're really refining what we just said before. You see how each question depends on the one before and gets even even more precise. Well, what if he says um, it's ratified and nullified simultaneously? Right. That's what we're trying to get at. We're trying to. It's like a particle collider. We're trying trying to bring the ratification and nullification against each other at the very same same time. We could beforehand we said, well, whatever you do first, that's the one that will kick in. So we tried by using this paradoxical formula that the first won't apply without the second. Well, then we answered that. Then the second applies and not the first. Okay, what if he says simultaneously, I want them both to apply. Then what are you going to do? Mahu so apparently he answered his own question by explaining that anything where um, that you cannot do one after the other, then you can also not do it simultaneously. Um, that's a, a rule that well, can apply in other, uh, other cases as well. So it's like this. If there's such a thing that you can put A and then do B, operator A and then operator B, um, then, if you do it simultaneously, it'll work, and both of them will work. But, if there's such a thing that the two operators cannot both happen, one after the other, and that's true in this case, if I nullify first, 
then I can no longer ratify. If I ratify first, I can no longer nullify because I couldn't do them in sequence. So also when I say they should happen simultaneously, neither apply. And so the result would be that the status, uh, the status of the vow would remain as before the father said anything. Uh, which would mean that after he says this, he says if he said nothing, throughout the rest of the day he can nullify it or ratify it or continue to do nothing and then the next day it will be ratified by itself. But this statement, it is ratified and nullified at the same time, has no meaning. It's as if it was never said. Baruch Adonai Amen